there's like a shiny silver hair just popping off the top. Everything else, my hair looks really dark on this camera and everything else, and then there's a silver hair popping off the mm. top. No one sees a silver hair. I see it. You don't count. Welcome to Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast, the show that strikes first and shows no mercy and has a nice big fat glass of rosé to go along with it. That's what I'm doing. Hi, AJ. Hi. I'm your co-host, Melanie, and once again, for our second Cobra Kai video, I'm wearing my nice Strike First Cobra Kai sweatshirt that AJ got me for Christmas last year. Yes. Yes, you got it for me for Christmas. Now, the difference is when we did our other Cobra Kai video, it was January, and right now it's September, and it's about 90 degrees outside, so I have the air conditioner blasting, so if you hear a little bit of a fan, that's why. Yeah, okay. Overall, well, you thought we were going to do a short, spoiler-free review, and then we will get into details, and there will be spoilers after that. Let's get started. Five minutes. No spoilers. Go. Overall, my notes say this is the most anime-esque season, and it's a lot of old people fighting. It is a lot of old people fighting. There was no kid fights until, like, the last... Until the very end. Yeah. So a lot of the season focuses on some over-the-top things, but we see more of the drama going on with Terry Silver. Yeah, we're, we're trained martial artists, so we're going to get real nerdy about it. But there was a resolution at the end, and it was okay. It was a little bit... For all the buildup and all the drama and all the peril, it was a little bit lackluster. Like, oh, the big bully got big bully got his comeuppance. The end. I don't know if it's like that exactly. Um, it was just kind of quick, and it doesn't really leave you like thinking, oh, here's where next season's gonna go. It it could technically just be over. No, yeah, this really felt like it could be a series finale, which I don't think it's going to be. I hope not, because it, if it was, it could have been done better. Well... In fact, this is just me, I would have preferred if they just added a couple episodes and made this, this the final season. It, I think it would have been better. Yeah, because it was a slow build for the first five episodes. It had a lot of silly stuff. And then, like, episode five, shit hits the fan, shit gets serious, well, and it's chaos after that. That's kind of their, that's like their formula. If you go back, it all, like, every season seems to be pretty silly. This one was, like, especially so. Because and it's then, an anime. And then things get serious towards the end. This is a cartoon. Like, the new villain, I hate her. I absolutely hate her. I really, yeah, I did, really didn't like her. They it's, brought in a, a so woman from Korea, supposedly. The entire show has just been edging towards unbelievable. You're like, okay, I'll, I'll accept this for the most part, whatever. But this season, it's like, there, she is unbelievable. Like, there's no way to believe that this isn't a normal world anymore. Yeah, and it's... I kept having to battle with myself because Tony or Terry Silver, I almost said Tony Silver, like he's Tony Montana, which maybe he kind of is, but that that would be Miguel's dad. High on revenge but and coke. He yes, in in the last season, he said he was high on revenge and coke, which I thought was awesome. So, but Terry Silver's trying to take over the world with karate, and then I sit back and think, it's karate schools. How big can you get with that? And this guy's a billionaire. He has a multi, you know, he has a huge company, yeah. so maybe he's just bored. And this is I his guess. hobby. But the female villain is saying, oh, my my father's secrets will be revealed. And I'm like, you mean Tang Sudo? Because that's what it is. It's just, 
Or Taekwondo. Or Taekwondo. <laughs> we saw a form that we Choreo do. Choreo in this. Choreo. This so if you, if you know Taekwondo, I, I did that form at my lesson that day that we watched it. We'll get into it when we get into the more of the spoiler review of the technique behind it and the Korean roots and some thoughts about that. And Your five minutes are officially over. That is the end of the spoiler-free review. So, so let's get into details. Best things about the show, just to cap it, Chosen is hilarious all the time. All the time. Great, great. And he's not just like silly, like he's actually really funny. Oh yeah, he has this badass line where he they, they're talking shit to Terry Silver and Terry Silver's like, well, Daniel, you can't fight fire with fire. And Chosen goes, I am gasoline. Boom. <laughs> Ow! Yes! Chosen's the shit. He is badass. Okay. Um, and he's this little middle-aged Japanese man. Negatives, it's a it's a anime or a cartoon. Like, there's some things that are just... They're, they're too ridiculous, but you still kind of accept it because the show's fun. And I think this sits right dead in the middle of, as far as best seasons. I think yeah. two, four, five, one, and three are kind of toss-up. Mm-hmm. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's the end of the spoiler stuff, or non-spoiler stuff, and now we can get into the everything. Yeah, so we it's basically the chosen show, but it starts out it with a close up of a very shitty trophy. And there are a lot of voiceovers in this. We get voiceovers from Terry Silver, from Daniel, from even Amanda LaRusso throughout the episode. And sometimes I don't really get who they're voiceovering to. Like I don't like one point I thought that it was literally going to be a commercial, but then I I was thinking like if this is a commercial that Daniel is creating as he's doing this voiceover, there would need to be someone sneaking into Cobra Kai for B-roll because there was that stuff with Terry Silver walking around. Yeah. And then it's just part of the episode. It's really weird. Yeah, they they haven't done this on past seasons. So the storyline that was kind of a throwaway was Miguel going to find his dad in Mexico, and that was really wrapped up in about two episodes. So... Uh, at the beginning, Terry Silver's taken over with an awesome Cobra Kai dojo. Miyagi-Do is closed. Johnny is in a very happy relationship with Miguel's mom, and he has gone off to Mexico to find Miguel, and he's brought Robbie along. So that's kind of one of the night, one of the standard like things is Johnny's relationships are all pretty good. Yeah, throughout this, which hasn't happened at all in the series. Some of the relationships in general were like the good part of the show. I think it like, was because finally getting past certain things. There were there was one season. I don't know if it was. I think it was three where Daniel and Johnny would be friends, and then they would fight each other, and then they'd it, be friends, it and got then they would. Insufferable. It, it was just annoying after a while. And I get it, they're rivals, but come on, guys. Like, either deal with it or don't. And that is something that Johnny does. He has Miguel and Robbie fight it out in one episode, and then they become friendly. Like dudes. Yeah, like dudes just punch each other in the balls, and then they're best friends. Yeah, yeah. So the thing with Miguel is that he goes to Mexico, and he he does get robbed by a tourist. And we didn't realize until the second episode. Kano. It was Kano from Mortal Kombat. Don't remember awesome. the guy's name, but we both said it at the same time. It's Kano! He had long hair. Australian accent. And he had the yeah. same thick Australian accent that other Australians did. He's faking his accent or <laughs> whatever. I think it's funny that people from other countries are calling out their countrymen for being like over the top and fake. Well, I hate when there Him, are... Him, Jim Jeffries... 
that other guy. <laughs> Aussie man. Aussie man. Um, yeah. But I know what you're going to say, but whenever we get annoyed by it, they're not even Texans. Yes, we get These annoyed These are actual when... Australians. That's true. So. I, I get annoyed when people play Texans in movies and they have really thick accents that's like, be like this. That's like us being and... mad at Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, well, he, he because he sounds good. We don't have a reason <laughs> to be mad at him. So, anyway, they, they go to Mexico and very quickly Miguel makes friends with this guy who ends up basically being a Tony Montana level drug dealer. And his mom had warned him. Maybe he's out of the game, but he definitely has Oh, he still had some things going on. Well, when when Johnny and Miguel show up, not Johnny and Miguel, when Johnny and Robbie show up in FBI t-shirts that say female body inspector (laughs) on the back, he freaks out because he thinks it's... Well, that could still be, like, part of his past, though. I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be, like, fresh Yeah, news. but there were, it was like some Chekhov's guns were planted, literally, that they never used. So we find Miguel in this little shop with his dad, who he never tells that he's his dad, because I think he's scared of him. And he's got like, a gun, and he goes off to eat chicharrones by himself. I think it would have been more interesting if he just said it. Yeah. And, in fact, number one problem with this show and a lot of... Shows about a lot of people with drama in it at all is they don't just just say shit to each other, they just and they pout and walk off. Like if you just said anything, y'all could just figure it out in like ten minutes. But we got to keep it going, so don't fucking talk to each other and then deal with it. Yeah. So like, I wish the writers felt confident enough to just do it and then continue the story and not be like, well. We gotta have this for later. Gotta have dangle the little carrot. So that happened with a couple of things where people just can't use words. So Johnny and Robbie show up and they take Miguel. And meanwhile, his drug dealer dad is just hanging out in the shop eating chicharrones. And And we, he never, I thought, okay, he could come out and he could kidnap Miguel or he could hold him at gunpoint or something. But I just, I think the writers just thought, you know, we really don't want to deal with this story. Like, what if, okay, what if he did do the kidnap Miguel thing or hold him? as hostage and then Miguel has a reason to explain to him no no they're they're my friends and I'm your son and don't kill me (laughs) and then like have the rest of that convoluted thing like wrapped up not just well I found out he was a bad guy so okay like yeah we I don't know Uh, from the few people I've met who have had who've lived that life where they didn't really know that person but they want to meet them for good or bad reasons i don't think it would be wrapped up so easily like just like yeah i met him and he was a douche so yeah coming home so that storyline is wrapped up meanwhile chosen has been living with daniel to his wife's chagrin and he's gonna get terry silver and that's they have some run-ins throughout the series and they do bring back some familiar faces so in one episode daniel talks about mike fucking mark <laughs> it doesn't go where you think it's going to and that's awesome yeah why don't you talk about this was actually mike's appearance. I, I really enjoyed that he wasn't like waiting for the season i was thinking okay we're gonna have mike barnes back he's like the last villain let's go but i actually enjoy that he's not a villain He's not even a bad guy. He's not even mean. He's just like, I used to be an asshole, and that sucks. And I, my father-in-law was really cool and taught me how to build furniture. 
So he's a I'm all Zen store. now, like I'm Buddha. There's still really funny stuff between Mike Barnes and Chosen and Daniel and again Chosen steals the show. But there's not as much of Mike Barnes as I would like. Like I get why they they sort of get rid of him for a little while with like his place burning down and just getting out of town because he thinks maybe somebody's after him and then coming back for the finale. But I feel like they could have given him a little bit more. Yeah, he was only in two episodes, and we thought they could have done a little bit more, which, who knows, that could have been a maybe scheduling the, issue with the actor. Maybe he has other things going on, yeah. but I, I know that before this season came out, he had come out and said, like, I'm, I'm ready to go, it'd be cool to be yeah. in the show. So, hopefully going forward, they use him more, I think, if there's a thing. Although, he doesn't really have a reason to come back. Not really, because although, he was tied in with Terry Silver. Although, although... Terry Silver's still a rich dude, so he might just get away with everything. That's true. We'll get to that at the end. So, in other things going on, Carmen might be pregnant, and I called it immediately. <sighs> Miguel had made breakfast for them when he came back from Mexico, and it wasn't very like, good. Ugh. And she threw up, and she said, oh, I've been feeling funny lately. And I'm like, ah, she's pregnant. They're jumping the shark. They're bringing a baby into I it. I don't like that he... If, okay, I didn't like it at first. I was like, okay, it's cool as a, a plot device, to have them deal with that thing, but still, it shouldn't, it should just be like, turns out she's not pregnant. But they didn't do that. She's pregnant. She is pregnant. I'm not that interested in Johnny having a kid in his, like, really late 50s, and then next season's gonna be like, huh, isn't he funny because he's a weird dad or whatever. But it was a good plot device to get Robbie and Miguel to sort of stay locked in on being neutral with each other. Yeah, and and by the end, they're pretty friendly with each other. They're even eating together at Miguel's apartment, and so they, they fight it out the way John... And that's how Johnny spills the beans, is they're fighting, and he said, what are you guys going to do when the baby comes? And they're both like, what? It's very, like, 90s movie moment, but... Yeah, but it's it's nice that Johnny has some stability, and I hate, and... That, they, I hate that they're using a baby as a plot point, but yeah. it's nice that... And I always liked that his relationship with Carmen is just nice. There's no drama. Like, when he went on, he didn't even really go on a date, but when he went out with Allie, like, it, it wasn't a big, she didn't, you know, have a big scream down fight with him or anything. It wasn't like there was never drama, but it, all, it was always, I guess, things that couldn't be avoided. It wasn't like they came up with stuff just to no, get away. No, they have a pretty good relationship, and it's not the up and down stuff you see in TV all the time. And it's not, like, that's a nice breath of fresh air, because the stuff with Daniel, Daniel oh, is absolutely losing his in shit fact, in this season. Think about it. Johnny has the best emotional moments the entire season. Like he really does. Not like like acting strong, although there is a couple. But like he's the most stable. He comes up with the most solutions. He's like even the ones that are a little bit. Most people would say these are bad solutions, but they work because in the real world. Sometimes you do need to punch each other in the face. Like not for no reason, obviously, unless you're like practicing but like emotionally some people just need to get it out and he made them get it out it worked daniel is a piece of shit that's where i'm going from there go on give so, a few examples johnny has all the emotionally correct moments daniel is a fucking asshole the entire season thinks he's right about every single moment no matter how far he pushes his wife even when she's telling him to like let this shit go or i'm leaving and he's just like see terry did this from the beginning she's like no she's reacting the way you're acting right now 
That's what she's reacting to. You and your decisions. And you're a bad teacher and a bad dad and a bad husband and a shitty person. And it always has to be Daniel's fucking way. And then the show writers write it in that somebody else has to go and tell his wife, hey, he's actually right. So go tell him he's right. And he's not fucking right. He's a piece of shit. Again, something that, that drama happens and Whoa. then it's resolved very quickly. She actually does leave him for a while and takes her kids and goes to Ohio after a charity event where it happens to be at Terry Silver's house and Daniel loses his shit, knocks Terry over, and knocks over some little bonsai trees that he had put up for auction. So, meanwhile, just funny stuff with Johnny. He's doing Uber, which you get some laughs out of that. And then the kids, we don't see a lot as much of the drama with the kids fighting each other like Cobra Kai versus Miyagi-Do and all that. I guess that's a good thing, because, I mean, you can get burned out on just doing a lot of that. Yeah, which was nice. Like, this season was over the top in some ways, but it had some good breathers like the stuff with johnny and daniel they don't even really talk to each other until the fifth episode and they're cool with each other yeah and there is some fighting with the kids like they get into it at a water park and then there is a big knockdown drag out fight at the end which of course they have to they always have to have a big finale fight at the finale which Um, is fun i feel like i wonder if there was a new writer involved and whoever he, he or she is if there is such a one stop it like the okay the problem with this season, even though it's fun, it's still not the worst, is that instead of just going like this, like a, a journey and like taking some turns, they think that they have to build and build and build. And like the the tournament thing they come up with, like, oh, the biggest tournament in the world that's only invitation to... I guess this group of nine people that come and tell you if you're karate school sucks like it's getting bigger but it's also stupid like it doesn't seem real anymore and it seems like that storyline just kind of goes away at the end because all the kids are like you know we just all want to be friends it might still be a thing okay season six might be they uh miyagi fang is still invited (laughs) to the mai tai i'm going with miyagi fang it sounds like an anime like gang like it sounds like she a psy guy from my hero academia they could still go, and then Kreese could still come back, and then through, he'll probably get picked up, but then somehow they'll be like, well, we just found out that the testimony against you was fake, so... So let's talk you about... broke out of prison, which is Whoa. a felony, and assaulted people to do it, but you were also falsely imprisoned? So in TV world, I could see them just... Getting yes. around that. Not so, in the real world, but in TV world, I'm sure they could, like, write yeah, that. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Like, and then Kreese oh, could come back and be like, I was the real face of Cobra Kai. The only reason this shit happened is because I wasn't here. I let that dude yeah. in. That's his fault. So finally, in episode five, shit picks up. Things come back. We see Kreese for the first time in prison talking to Tori trying to get her to get information on Terry Silver over to Daniel. So she's kind of acting as a double agent. And then, meanwhile, we see Stingray, so <laughs> Terry Silver has... We never really see him train. He comes into the Cobra Kai Dojo, which is what he wanted all in the first place, but then we never see him train. We do see him kick some ass at the end. That was kind that of That was fun. good. 
But he keeps him in, like, he's he's bought him, basically. He's given him an apartment, so he's staying silent on being beaten up. But he's so... still secretly nice, so he feels awful, and he's oh, just, yeah. like, awkward and he's sad. He's prison and... an innocent man. He's so sad. <laughs> yeah, and we, we also meet another villain. I don't even know her name. But uh, she is a Korean oh. woman. Terry brings in all why, these. Why did he have to bring her in, though? We didn't even talk about, like, our favorite part of the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. So there was this one part that I have to talk about, though. Uh, Terry has a fight with um, Daniel. And he has him by the arm. And he bends him over and kind of pushes on his elbow. And we're like, he's doing the green belt one step. He's doing the green belt one step. He's doing the green belt one step. And he steps back and snap kicks him in the face. That is a green belt one step. I actually did it with my teacher that I think that's that one day. that we forgot to practice whenever we were in Kerrville. There's also a version where you do a jump snap kick, but this one was the green belt version. Which Terry... is one of the other ones we forgot. Huh. Well, we just did a few. So, we... We forgot. We were, at our, we were at our vacation home practicing taekwondo, and we happened to forget some of the one steps, I think. And we it had... just happened to be this one, now that I think about it. Well, I did it in class, no, so... No, 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 no. Anyway, so we were very excited about Terry Silver doing some Taekwondo, and we see more and more of the Korean influence in Taekwondo coming throughout the, the, the latter half of the season. So he brings in kind of the main villain, and I don't even remember this bitch's name, but she's from Korea. She comes from a dojong, which is the Korean word for a martial arts school. And her father, was it her father or her grandfather? sensei. I think father, but... Yes. I can't tell by her age. I have so no idea. So they talk about this legacy of all these secret techniques and everything, which is basically just Tang Soo Do, which is Korean karate. Which, everything they do sure does look a lot like Taekwondo one-steps. So. Yes. And, and for, Taekwondo forms. And Yes, they actually did. The students were doing part of a modern-day black belt Taekwondo form called Choreo in one of the episodes. So, and I made a comment on Facebook about this, and I'll give a shout out to the Whistlekick guys, Jeremy Lesniak and Andrew Adams, because they gave some insight on it. And Jeremy said that Tang Sudo and Taekwondo are very closely linked, and they borrow from each other, and Tang Sudo even uses some Taekwondo form. So that could very well have been, they may very well do choreo. I don't know, so it if you know, look like it. if you know, let us know. And then another person, Andrew, commented that when Kreese and Terry Silver did train with this Korean guy, master, in the 80s, well, when he came back, he probably marketed it as karate, which yeah, a lot of schools still do. It's a taekwondo school, but they'll call it American karate taekwondo karate or, or something because everybody knows karate. That's, that's, that's is that's literally term. the translation of the word karate, so it it's, makes more sense for Tang Soo Do to do it. Yeah. Because it is just Shotokan karate. It's not just Shotokan karate, I'm sure there's some changes. <laughs> But it's Shotokan Karate. Yeah, so we've seen this influence throughout the series, but not as much as season five. Because I know in one part in season two, he said Chumbi, which is ready stance. And I'm sitting there screaming with my leg in a brace because I just had knee surgery. And I'm so excited he did Chumbi. But we hear terms for bow and attention, ready stance, begin. A lot of Korean words that we learned practicing Taekwondo. Yeah. Shijuk. All that stuff. So this woman, anyway, she wants to come and share this secret technique with students all over the world and which take is, over. Which, like, bitch, we already know. Like, we already know all these techniques. That and, like, okay, I said this to Melanie while we were watching. Like, Lethway is a thing. 
which is a martial art where people headbutt each other, and then if they knock the other person out, they have two minutes to wake up and then still fight again. That sounds a lot like, more hardcore than, oh, I might grab you by the throat and kick you. Ooh. They, they don't really... Okay, I know that someone thought that they had to keep writing like this, and this is an annoyance for me with martial arts stuff. Um, you, okay, whenever... It's, it's in books with... It's in shows that are, like, medieval fantasy-based with, like, sword fighting and shit... They'll be like, oh, he fights dirty, or that he doesn't fight with chivalry. Nobody did. All the dirty moves are just how you fight. It's just survival. Like, it's just the way that you're supposed to fight. So when there's a character like the Hound in Game of Thrones, like, oh, he's so savage, and he's he fights like this and that. He's You're supposed to fight like that. You're, you're trying to stab people with a long, pointy piece of metal. It's not nice. There's no such thing as so, chivalry so when you're trying to kill somebody. What are you saying? So it's fucking stupid. I I hate the whole like oh he they fight so dirty. Do they kick people in the balls? Because you you guys are having street fights and shit. Actually, chosen kicked somebody in the balls. Good. Who cares? And so a couple <sighs> of highlights that I wrote down. There was chosen teaches a class at one point, which was fun. And he uh, hunts a little cartoony, them. But... Cartoony, but it, it comes back at the end. What they do do in this show, they do well, is that they'll plant most of the time. I mentioned the Chekhov's gun earlier. They they'll plant some Easter eggs or some Chekhov's guns, and they'll bring them back later. Like what they the kids learn with Chosen's classes that they have to stick together and work as a team, and it comes back together at the very end. You see, like one of his classes. Okay. I would have liked to have seen more. Of Here's his the annoying training. thing. But we're martial arts nerds, so does, does everybody else want to see, like, I want to see a full Terry Silver class. Well, yeah, they're never going to get that. a full class. But here's the annoying thing about shows like this, and animes do it too, but probably not as bad, actually. Teaching people martial arts stuff isn't like, I'm going to teach you this weird philosophical thing, like Jedi training through mind tricks. Like,. Chosen gives them all an egg and I get the exercise. It makes sense. What he taught him was on purpose. I get that. But it's like he gives him an egg and he's like, protect the egg. And he tells them that they're like these birds that snakes eat and they're, they're weak. The snake's going to kill them. So he picks them off one by one and then they learn to like group together. A real martial arts class is running drills, uh, doing exercises partner work like things like that do your forms do your one steps do your runs around the class do your kicks on the pad switch to the other station do the other set of kicks on the pad or punches or whatever they never show a class that looks like that it's all mystical bullshit you know where they do that though at terry silver school at terry silver school because he's the best instructor he is terry silver is the best instructor of the entire show bar none i don't care what you have to say. Is it because he's a Taekwondo guy or just because well, what he does makes sense? One, Terry Silver, the guy who plays him, is actually a Taekwondo black belt. And I'm sure that was a long time ago, but he can still move really well. So He does move really well. He's still a character, so it's not just the guy playing it. Uh, although, maybe he has some insight and he gets to say some things like, what if we do this? But every time Terry is training people... He actually gives them useful information. It's not always, like, dirty fighting. No, and it's not always cryptic, like, crease, like, you have to surround your enemy and torture them until yeah, they get, die and like, stuff like that. In the third season, fourth season, fourth season, when 
Kreese is freaking out that he's teaching them to, like, learn what the other person's, what their own fear is and guard it and learn what the other person's fear is and use it. Like, it's pretty good shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, he's, yeah, he's such a good instructor. And he beats the shit out of everybody in this show. Except for the last, ep- oh, I hate the last episode. Talk about why oh, you hate the last like episode. Like, 15, not, not the last episode, but not the whole thing. Like, 15 minutes ago, I was going to mention the best chosen moment was, like, the first, e- the end of the first episode, he infiltrates, and we're like, oh, shit, fuck you! But then and they then the don't second... go anywhere with that, either. Well, because he gets found out, which I thought was fine. I just didn't like the way he got found out. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay, this season has a lot of, kind of, breath of fresh air, like... Johnny having a stable relationship. Robbie and Miguel are getting along. Johnny's getting along with Robbie. We don't see as much of Crease, although he comes in later and we see his storyline in prison. So we kind of get breaks and we get to see other things. But then they also will introduce some interesting ideas like Chosen in infiltrating Terry's army of teachers. But then that's result. They, you know, he finds out too quickly, too. So he... they'll take these interesting storylines and drop them. And I get it. You only have ten episodes. Yeah, but they, like, maybe they, they come up with all these ideas they want to do, and then instead of picking, they just shorten and they do each all one and all of it, which mm, I wasn't too disappointed with like he got found out pretty quick and he got and it got turned over on him pretty quick because chosen still badass the entire time and yes. has the best lines like the you know line in, in the sand has been made and if you cross it you will beg for mercy shit like that like and then walk out like awesome fucking lines yeah they uh, well i say he's a badass but honestly the choreography around some of the uh people's fights was not great like it's shows never it's slow great, like though. which i mean they're all old men i know but like pay them extra and give them like a personal yoga instructor to make sure they're nice and limber again and then edit it correctly there's a lot of cutting away from stuff when i don't like it and then sometimes it's very obvious that the cue is out of time like, someone's arm is still out, and then he puts his hand up to block it. Like, no. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make... It's bad enough that that's not very realistic. You need to make sure the timing's on it so the person watching doesn't question it. Yeah, and that's always been my dilemma with all five seasons of Cobra Kai, is that the fighting doesn't look very good, but then I also think most of these people haven't had years and years and years of training. They're not professional athletes. They're not top competitive fighters. Some of the fights look pretty good. Yeah, some of the fights look pretty good. So I like that they don't go over the top with the choreography. But I also like, okay, the girl that plays Sam and the girl that plays Tori, neither one of them look very good. And they never really do much to kind of fix that. It's not their... Fault, it's not I their don't fault. think. I just I wish that the studio would be like, look, we're gonna make sure we get the best dude. Give him like a a fucking not even karate. Give him like a wushu guy that does all that weird like really flexible shit, so their bodies feel comfortable doing certain types of things, mm-hmm. and then it makes it easier. The, the sidekicks, the back kicks that that chosen corrects because Tori's back kicks are not, not good. good toes are up in the air and shit and has her just... hip out too much and i say this i'm coming back from an injury and my my back kicks are better so again not the actor's fault i no, just wish they had fault. better training for the seasons i know because but... they're the two main girls and i kind of 
And I wish make... the girls could look as good as the guys. Yeah, and they make a big deal about, ooh, Nichols is the most deadly fighter and Sam's the best fighter. I'm like, are they or is it just because they're the only girls? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so I'm going to say what why why I'm mad at the like the la- the ending of yeah, the last let's episode. Let's go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to do a play-by-play of the entire season, but no. it does get resolved. There's a big knockdown drag-out fight at the end. There's a pretty kind of scary fight at Terry Silver's oh, house. Oh, God. Which they had an opportunity. This is another thing they dropped. This is spoilers, so I'm, I'm going to say what happened. Chosen gets slashed pretty hard with a katana by Terry Silver, and I'm like, you could kill this character and really get me emotionally. They don't. He's fine. <sighs> yeah, he's... In fact... And, and he ju- could go to prison for murder. Not just, like, he's fine. Like, I mean, like, he... They drive him to the school instead of straight to the hospital. And then he gets in an ambulance. Like, they didn't know there was going to be ambulances there. No, they just like, had, like take him to the hospital. He got his back slashed open and he passed out. He was also drunk. But... You know. Uh, well, you bleed faster when you're drunk, yeah. too. So. Um, and he was in a puddle of dirty water, probably. That was a, so that like, was a pretty good fight. It could have Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to lose Chosen, but at least take it more serious. Like, leave that... Like, don't answer that. Yeah. Until it until next season, and, and if there's also, another season. At the beginning of the last episode, I really did like the opening. They were playing I, My Way by Frank yeah. Sinatra. It was a different cut. It was a different singer. But, and Kreese gets stabbed in prison. And I thought, and it was really kind of beautiful the way it was shot and everything with the song and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, this would be kind of a good way to write off this character. Yeah, it was kind of like Walter White. Like, yeah, like where bit. he kind of dies at the end. You think, this is what your life has become. And I thought that would be kind of an awesome and very sad way to write off that character. It was all a fake out. It's very Terminator. Uh, yeah, he faked it. He, he had his boys in prison help him out. And I knew because they did, they'd done a close-up on the psychiatrist's badge before. I knew he was going to get hold of it. Yeah. So he kind of, he, he acts like he's having breakthroughs with this counselor. And I maybe think he, he does. I think he kind of does. Because he does, I do like that he treats Tori better. Yeah, like he, he does. He like stops trying to use her to do anything. He's like, you go do whatever you need to do for you. And she gets pissy about it, but yeah, and, at least... And he has these moments with Johnny, and Johnny is, whenever he's around he's him... He's a child he's a, He feel, looks like a scared teenager. He's very hurt, he's very angry, and he tells he's like, fuck you, I hate you, you ruined my childhood, or whatever, and Kreese is hurt by that. You don't gotta forgive your abusers, so... No, you don't. Fuck them. So if, if a toxic person is in your life, you can cut them off, and Johnny has every right to do that. And I'm not really saying, and I'm not really sympathizing with Kreese, but it is nice to show that he felt some remorse about that. Yeah. He, he talks about how he lost his best student, and he was like a son to him. I'm like, well, you treated him like shit, so yeah. you kind of got what you deserved. Um, there, okay, also, the end of so, that scene was the shit. That, where where he that. breaks out of... So Kreese has broken no, no, out of prison. No, no, no. You're, I'm talking about where they're talking oh, in the prison. Yeah. And... That With he John? finally gives them the paper that's supposed to have the lawyer's number yeah. and just said, oh. No what? mercy, motherfucker. Yeah. Because Daniel had promised, I'll get your lawyer to help us, to help you if you tell us what Terry Silver's up to. And he does, which is really just, he wants to take over the world with karate schools, which is really stupid. It's not It's not that hyperbolic, but it's not far. It's not far. Um, so, there... I lost my train of thought because I had like two thoughts. Okay, so that scene was cool. Going back to the end, like for the third time. Um, I hate Daniel a lot. So obviously I hate that Daniel beats up 
Silver. Just by himself. He hasn't done anything different to be... Like, Terry was in a fight with Chosen already, so he's probably wiped out because, you know, he's like 70. So, you know, he has a reason to be weaker. But other than that, Daniel doesn't do anything different. And he does the fucking crane kick. Although, I will caveat uh... with it that at the very least, his crane kick he did right when Terry wasn't even looking at him. Yeah. Okay, fine. Make your stupid fucking kick at the last second on a guy that's not looking at you. And that's fine. Kick people when they're and not Terry looking at you. And Terry was on the ground like, when... Well, he, he was, like, trying to pick this thing up to hit him. Yeah. He... So I thought that was dumb, but whatever. That's the I... iconic thing from... Stingray was... Stingray's fight yeah. was more interesting. So Stingray came... All the kids are going to the school because they want to show footage of Terry Silver beating up Stingray, which... They end up not being able to get it, and they find something. They find the footage of him telling something Tori that he like paid off the referee. Something more of a moral victory. Yeah. So it's but at the end, it's like he just shows that he's a big bully. Yeah. And they, nobody, and like, so none of the kids want to follow him. He still gets arrested. So I'm like, okay, did they arrest him for something else, or are they getting him? Did Stingray finally tell the police? Like you guys were beat him up? cool with actively having a gang war and being violent to each other. But don't pay off a ref. Oh yeah, that's get... the thing that we're gonna turn our back like, on him for. We're we're totally fine with cheating as far as not paying off a ref. Like that did seem a little weird. I get that. I think that they they really left because he got beat up. I think it was more of that. Like when you see your hero take yeah, it down. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it's more of that than anything else. But again, I still hate that Daniel beat him up. The fight at. Terry's house was pretty cool, although... Yeah, I was really worried for Johnny for a moment. They were doing really good. Um, They knocked out Mike way too early. They could have left him awake a little longer, and then had him knocked out, and then swoop in like he did. Yeah, Mike Barnes comes back... Because he, he has he's filled with hate and revenge, and he wants to get Terry Silver, but then he gets yeah. knocked out immediately at the it, house. Like, he does a cool shit, some cool shit with this one dude, because he he kind of doesn't even fight like he's doing karate. Like he obviously knows karate, but it looks like he's just picking people up and smashing them and just punching he's them. He's just beating the shit out of people. Like, yeah, it's very not eloquent, and I like it. <laughs> okay, I'm cool with Johnny sort of having his this is very anime moment. It's like a Dragon Ball Z thing. Like, he sees his sonogram picture of his unborn child. He's surrounded by four dudes. He's basically gonna get murdered. They already have a sword out. They They're had, gonna kill him. They, they had, like... He was bleeding from the ears. Like, he had severe concussions. And then he sort of, like, you know... Brings himself back up Rocky style and beats the shit out of him. Which, it was cool, but also... Like, four-on-one's a little much after that much abuse. Yeah. I was like, okay, second adrenaline dump. But, okay, he doesn't fully win, so that's cool. He does get the upper hand for a second, and then when he loses it again, then Mike comes in. Yeah. And his victory is very quick. Just sucker punch a dude, flying tackle throw. Yeah, so a thing about this season, which was interesting, is that the big fights were like street fights. There really was only one scene that was kind of tournament style fighting. And there, this is almost a B story is that the schools want to, there's an invitation only, Sai Tai, Mai Tai, whatever. 
big karate tournament with a bunch of Japanese guys and like Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, Mr. Silva, I expect you to die. Mm. Auf Wiedersehen. So they come over and they want to invite Terry's school and Daniel and crew happen to be there. I'm like, we have school too. So they have some little fights to see who gets to go to the tournament, but then by the end, nobody cares. Yeah. And if Terry's been arrested, I think, are they even going to do anything with that in season six? I, and I kind of liked it because... I, well, I personally hate tournaments because they're long. It's a bunch of hurry up and wait. If you but, if you competed in a tournament or if you coached but, a tournament, you know. But the fa- some, for some people, a lot of people, uh, me included, favorite part of the anime is the tournament arc. And we've had two tournaments, but they were only like, you know, with the last episode or maybe the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. The tournament arc, which, you know, it's like a whole season. So, that could be fun. Um, I still don't like the whole exclusionary, weird, eyes wide shut type setup of the judges that come in and be like, yes, you're good enough to come and fight you teenagers. And, like, it's not like it's... Also, okay, tangent. I hate that in Cobra Kai, they train all year for one tournament, and it's the All-Valley. What about California State? Or national. Or those world. Those are things. Like, those exist in the real world. It doesn't all have to be Cobra Kai merchandise to fucking All-Valley, whatever. Or um, that they talk about being the All-Valley championship. None of that matters unless you're state champion, if you're state, national, or world champion. And even then, it only matters at all if you go on to do something bigger. Like, the only ones that make money over in Singapore and Japan or the UFC here or Bellator, or just use it as a scholarship to go to college. Those are the only times that shit matters. Ever. We're gonna go on forever if we keep doing this, though. Yeah. Something we haven't mentioned. Cobra Kai is Star Wars. There are some Palpatine moments, and Sam had her Luke Skywalker in the cave at Dagobah moment. Yeah. Where she was in a like a self-deprivation pod, and she imagines fighting this bitch, and ooh, it's her. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just Luke Skywalker, and like, he cuts the head off, and there's Melanie his face. Melanie brought it up before it happened. She's like, is this going to be like her dark cave moment, like Luke Skywalker, and then yeah, it's her, and it's, it's her, like, yeah. oh, God. Okay. Like, I'm okay with it, sort Okay, of. talk about how it's I Star Wars. I don't like Tori, but... Uh, not Tori. I don't, I don't... Well, I like Tori. I don't like Sam. Um, but, you know, Whatever. Also, Sam is her father's daughter. They are both so self-absorbed pieces of shit. It's always about them, and people have committed crimes against them. Miguel is in Mexico. He's already gotten robbed. He's searching for his father, who is a dangerous man. And he's on the phone with Sam, and she's mad at him because he didn't ask her how she did at the tournament. Yeah. Fuck you. Bitch. Daniel broke into Stingray's home, like, just waltzed on in, and then when he came back and just waltzed in again, he was surprised that Terry Silver was there to beat the shit out of him, which he deserved, and, and it who, was awesome. who else bar- barged their way into Stingray's apartment? Sam. Yep. I hate the LaRussos. I've seen people talk Except about Mrs. it. Mrs. LaRusso. She's, she's awesome. awesome. She's Great awesome. clothes. She's Great funny. Clothes. She's pretty hot. Um, Her clothes are amazing. She's way too hot for Daniel. Um, uh, I've seen people talk about how they appreciate what kind of instructor Daniel is. He's awful. He would be a terrible person to be your sensei or whatever. Or summon him. (laughs) He's... uh, 
We're using, better. They're all using Korean terms. We might as well call them sabonim. Yeah. We're going to go on forever. There is one thing that kind of bothers me. that this, These are all anime weirdnesses. Like, like, not exactly, but like, sort of. Um, there's the over-the-top, and Star Wars-y, because there's the over-the-top sensei villain who's definitely trying to get a role in, like, Mortal Kombat as Queen Sindel or something. The Korean lady. Yeah. yeah. She wants to be, like, Katana's mom. They're way over-the-top, like, Star Wars villains or anime villains, and there's this thing that doesn't make sense. One, Rosen can figure out who Terry Silver's master was just by watching him a little bit. Mm -hmm. the, like one class and he wasn't even doing anything particularly special he was just sparring with students and he did some stuff that kind of looks like taekwondo because you know it is it is and he's like oh his kim sung young bung fuck whatever is his grandmaster and he was a teacher of tong sudo but not even tong sudo is like this this is dirty and he's whatever is so okay Okay, fine. That's dumb. That's like martial arts mysticism that's in TV shows in general, mm -hmm. which I wish they'd stop doing because there are martial artists behind some of the choreography and the writing of some of these things. I wish they would stop being unrealistic. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it gets annoying because it's overdone. But on top of that, that means that Terry and uh, John Kreese both trained with this dude. Mm -hmm. John Kreese went back to America and taught his students. Johnny knows all the same things that these people do, and they never talk about it. They no. pretend like Johnny's karate is different from Terry Silver's karate. It's the exact same. The whole thing in the fourth season was um, Robbie trained with Miyagi-Do, and he trained with Cobra Kai. So he knew how both people like to fight, so he's going to combine them, and he's like the new ultimate badass. But then, and also uh, Hawk. But in this season, they just forget that they could totally do that again with Johnny. Yeah. Johnny can teach them even more about, like, oh, here's some of the stuff that we did, like, the advanced classes or something. Because that's a, actually kind of a thing where the more advanced students get their own classes where you do things that you don't do anywhere else. They could just, they could reuse that idea, and it would not be a terrible idea, although the whole, oh, we're combining styles of the same martial art. It's so not are new. you saying it's a mixed martial art? Uh, no, because we're past this shit. <laughs> Mixing <laughs> martial arts has been a thing for years. That just really bugs me that they never address the fact that Johnny knows this stuff. Yeah, they don't address that in the way, like in season four, to a lesser extent, they made a big deal about, oh my god, we're gonna have girls divisions, oh my god, we're gonna have weapons, and kata, and like, people have been doing that for like years, so. Like, not years, decades. Yeah. Decades. Hanadang. So, Hanadang. Yeah, we brought that. A Hanadang is a, a Korean term for like all the shit you do at a tournament. Board breaking weapons, all that stuff. So things I liked about this season is that it didn't have a tournament. I was kind of tired of the tournament arc. I liked Johnny's just nice and calm story. Is... I liked that his relationships were resolved. Love Terry Silver. Crease's storyline was interesting in it. I like that they put people... As, as over-the-top and as anime-esque and as kind of insufferable as the season was, I like that they put familiar characters in different situations. Hmm. Kreese was in a different situation. He was in prison. Johnny's becoming a family man. 
Daniel's kind of losing his shit and becoming a drunk, and his wife leaves him. And he's an asshole. He's, ha- oh, he's an asshole. He has all these problems, and Terry Silver is just being more Terry Silver, which we love. So that's what I think. I think this season is growing on me as I talk about it. So I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to watch. Hated the Korean woman. I didn't think they even needed her. She wasn't even a good... She wasn't a well-written no, villain. she was insufferable. Not even well-written. Because she's so over-the-top. She's no fun. Like, Terry's over-the-top, and he's he gets fun. people to, like, do shit they should but not fun. do. But he's fun. Oh, his music is always awesome. Like, they didn't use the, like, the, the original... Um, Terry Silver theme, which was amazing. Amazing villain theme from the original movie. But he did get some really, like, Star Warsy like, choir music whenever he was beating the shit out of Daniel. Yeah, like Sith Lord Best stuff. Best scene of the whole So show. he's a fun Sith Lord. The Korean woman was just a boring, grumpy Sith Lord. She just she was no bitches fun. at everybody and tells them, like, you're not strong enough. Where is this going to go? Where is this going to take you in life? And then you kind of want to step back. You all these people that get into karate to just do karate for the rest and of their fucking lives? And then you want to step back and go, you know what, everybody, myself included... You're all a bunch of fucking weebs. Yeah. You're a bunch of nerds who do martial arts. You're all a bunch of nerds. I'm done. That's I said my piece. I'm done. <laughs> if you cared about self-defense, you'd just get a weapon. <laughs> kind of true. I know. It's yeah. Every fun. time, every time I make a comment about taekwondo and martial arts, somebody I know because I live in Texas, like, well, this was my self-defense, and they show a picture of their gun. That's cool. <laughs> I just like doing jumpy, flippy shit sometimes. Not yeah. not actual so, flippy shit. So just spinny we, kicks. What did you like about this season? I liked it. I just think they went over the top with how they portray Cobra Kai, like being a thing, like. Daniel, if he would talk himself through the actual situation, would probably realize he's insane. He's scared of the boogeyman insane. It's, it's like his insecurity and his ego are both so big he can't control what's gonna it. What's going to happen? Terry is going to get more Cobra Kai schools. If Carrie, Terry does that, kids are just going to have a new thing that gives them a sense of community and builds up their... Uh, confidence, like any sport or activity will do. Mm-hmm. And if he does, if he deeps, gets too deep into the, like, the Korean woman's insane, like, abuse, there will be uh, a lawsuit. There will be parents finding out, this guy's abusing my kids and making them do things that should be illegal and we're all suing the shit out of him and exposing these schools until they shut down. Yeah, I mean... When That's you... what real world is. Like, mm-hmm. some people get away with it for a long time doing stupid things, but if you're gonna conglomerize and you're gonna be... I think this is what he was trying to do. He's trying to be the McDonald's of martial arts. But not a McDojo. Not a McDojo. That's different. Because a McDojo is a place you don't want to be caught at. McDonald's is like, everyone knows it's trash, but everybody goes. And you're getting what you pay for. It's fine. It tastes good. It's probably not good for you, but it's fun while you're there. Um, I like McDonald's. He wants to be the McDonald's of karate. Where else can you go? So where do you think they can go from here? I don't know, because Kreese is sort of... And he broke out of prison, but he was sort of making breakthroughs. Like, he was talking with his inner people that are 
fucked him up. So if he comes back and he takes over and he starts, it's it might be more of like what Daniel does by freaking out and reacting again. Because Daniel cannot let it go. The, honestly, at the end, it should have been everyone just decides to let it go. Like, everybody. Because when Miguel and Robbie decide to let it go, they become friends. They're cool. It's all under the, wa uh, under the bridge. Uh, when Tori and Sam eventually let it go, like, they're not cool, but you know... They're not they're gonna, gonna fight work all the it time. out. Yeah. When Tori and the other chick that they Devin Devin, at least for a little while, not forever, because by the end, meh, but for a little while, water under the bridge. She beat her up. Whatever. She wants to get better. They're friends, sorta. Um, they start to notice that they have similar things in common. Meh. So. If Daniel would just learn to let it go, which is a direction the show was starting to go in, which was actually the mature, correct thing to do, that could have been the end. But it's not. So I don't know where they could really go. I'm still going to watch the next season. I, well, love, I am too. I love a lot of these people. I hope they don't do too much of Johnny being like, oh, it's funny because he's like a weird dad like they did with, ooh, Johnny's an Uber driver now. Like, okay, the good thing was it was, like, five minutes of an episode. Yeah, it wasn't where, the whole thing. Okay, fine. And they did sort of tie it in to give him, like, a little life lesson from the pawn shop guy, which, weird life lesson to come from the pawn shop guy, but that was cool. I like that. Yeah, so we may see Johnny is, he he wants to be there for this child in the way that he wasn't when his girlfriend was pregnant with Robbie and so we see maybe his relationship with Robbie will mend as he becomes a father for the second time. So maybe we'll see that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to watch it. But it would have been, this would have worked as a series finale. Yeah, they just needed to tweak it a little bit. And if they were going to take down the, the big head honcho, okay. And Mike Barnes comes into it, has his moment, all right. They left it too loose-ended, like they want there to be another season, but they also closed it kind of like Legend of Korra. Like, the first season was yeah. sort of its own thing, but then they could continue because they didn't get cleared for another season, so they had to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And it was fine, but you knew it wasn't as good as it could be because of that. Right. And this is the same way. It could be really great. I wish they would have just done 12 episodes, added a little bit more, tweak some of the stuff, get rid of the, the international tournament thing, or maybe leave it in as like a thing to work towards, but then don't go all in on it. Like the weirdness of these guys coming in and it's like a secret organization, mm -hmm. like the secret Kumite or whatever. Yeah. I wonder who everyone's favorite character is. Comment. Johnny. Comment your favorite character of Always this Johnny. season, this series, and how you felt about it. My favorite character for this season was Chosen. Chosen. My favorite character of all time is Johnny. Chosen was so awesome. I can't explain that enough. He was funny. He was badass. He was pretty calm and collected most of the time, except when he got drunk and he was like, yeah, let's go break into Terry Silver's home. He'll never see it coming. That was cool. Terry Silver. Also awesome. All the time. All, always. I wish he had been always. like a... I wish he had been yes. a bigger actor. Like in yeah. general. Because he was... The best thing about the third movie 
He was he's one of the best things as far as a villain in this. Oh, speaking of the third movie, they brought back the chick from the third movie. She's Amanda's cousin. Yeah, that, that was, was a nice. That was a little throwaway that was thing. A nice. That was kind of cool. Easter egg. Yeah. Um, and okay, I get them using her as a way to explain to Amanda how serious it was. Yeah. But I still don't think the answer was well. He was right. Yeah. No, he's still wrong. So. But. Maybe you can now be more understanding of why he's a psycho. So they went big in a lot of ways. They resolved some things too quickly. They resolved some things maybe not in the best way. So it leaves it open for another season. I'm very curious to see, are they going to go big or are they going to pull it back a little bit and maybe focus on some character development? Yeah, because at this point, it'll be like a lot of these characters are supposed to be finishing up high school and... It's time to go out and just be a normal human. Mm-hmm. So if it's the, the Hasaikai whatever tournament thing, okay. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I'm cool with, like, a tournament arc thing, whatever. But at this point, there's only so much more drama you can create out of people hating each other and then deciding to beat each other up, even though they're being the same person. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you want to join our dojong, and I say dojong because it's Korean, like everything in this is secretly Korean. If you want to join our dojong, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can watch us on Twitch, Discord, YouTube. You can listen on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes, and this is always the part where AJ yawns. And you can see our pictures and interact with us on our Instagram, Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast. So, Sabanem, do you have anything to add at the end? Sorry, I rambled so much. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's such a long. It's okay. We I have a lot to, be a to quick say about episode this. And it was like, there's so many things. So many things. So join.